Hey guys, welcome to episode six of the Weirdly Normal podcast, now brought to you by the awesome crew over at LSKD. LSKD is an Australian clothing brand, their athletic wear and streetwear combined, and I'm proud to be partnering with them moving forward for the podcast. This week's episode is a fun little one and trying something a little bit different. Whilst I love talking about these um, more deep topics. Uh, obviously, there's a huge part of my life at the moment is competing and has been competing in CrossFit for quite some time. And last weekend, we had our quarterfinals. So as a team, we got to compete for the first time. That's my team that I'm here in Iceland with in Reykjavik. And it was the first competition we got to do and see ourselves ranked on a global and local leaderboard. So what I wanted to do for this episode is take you guys on a little recap of how that weekend played out. So for those who don't know, the quarterfinals is the second stage of the CrossFit Games season. The first stage of the CrossFit Games season being the Open. Uh, With the Open, all members on a team complete the same workout as the individual athletes. And from there, your scores are combined. And that's how the top 10% of teams qualify through for the quarterfinals. The quarterfinals is then a series of tests. This year and last year, it was five. And those tests are held in your gym over the space of four, three days. And each different test has to be done at a specific time. So the individuals do their quarterfinals and then the teams do their quarterfinals a couple of weeks later. I say most of you guys are gonna know what that is. Anyway, um, coming into the quarter. So after the open, we all took a pretty chill week uh, either with lower, like a lower volume of training. Annie went to Spain. Uh, Lauren went back to San Diego. Um, I had a friend come visit, and then I went to London for a little, for a few little days, and then um, yeah. So like we all had a little bit of downtime. Um, myself and Lauren were battling a little bit of a cough, cold. Lauren had COVID. I just had this nonstop bloody annoying cough. Um, And then a little bit of a niggle in my back. So I guess that all kind of started when I first got here. I'll take you guys. I haven't really talked too much about my training and and, and that kind of side of things yet on this podcast. So that'll be a fun, let's get, let's get that all, let's get that all out of the way. Um, So I flew to Waterpalooza with James Newbury and we flew there from Australia and it took us 36 hours to get there. That was in Jan before I came to Iceland. Um, so flying for 36 hours, flying takes a pretty bad toll on my body. Um, we were flying all over the place. We went to Fiji, Fiji to LA, LA, we then missed our flight to Miami, had to get another one, then flew LA to Miami. And within sort of 24 hours, uh, 48 hours, I think it was James and I were competing. So there's not a lot of time for the body to kind of adapt. And as such, I tweaked my back a little bit just on the first day, just general wear and tear and issues I have that go, uh, particularly between my hip and my back. And so sitting for that period of time jacks my hip up. And then from there, once my hips jacked, it uh, tends to pull on the back. So we competed for the few days that we were there. Once we finished that competition, uh, we went out on the Sunday night, it was a belter. And then Monday was just a chill day. And then Tuesday, I flew to Reykjavik. And so that was a pretty quick turnaround. We arrived in Reykjavik early Wednesday morning and then basically had that day downtime and Thursday was straight back into training. So my back just never really had downtime to kind of settle and for me to be able to start to work on that. 
Uh, it just wasn't getting better as we were going through uh, trying to train and it was going a little bit backwards and forwards. So I reached out to the guys, the physio guys, Proform Physio, and they're based in Sydney that I used to work with. And they were kind enough to send over some of the back uh, stuff that I used to do to kind of work on my back. And so we're doing some prehab, rehab that they sent through. That seemed to help start to get that back online. Um, then I just had this cough and it kind of, it's kind of been lingering since last year. And the reason being, I don't know, like I got quite sick at the games last year and then kind of just kept this little cough, this like nagging cough after that. And it seemed to get a lot worse being here in Iceland with the cold weather and with the, yeah, I guess the training volume that we were doing and intensity. And it was kind of, I'd seen a couple of doctors and then on the, I'm going to say the second week of the open, midway through the week. So before we'd done 22.2, we did a partner workout, which was assault bike and muscle ups. And how we mapped it out was that I was going to do more assault bike and Tola was going to do more muscle ups. Um, and I just remember off the back of that being dis- like starting to cough and I could not stop. It was so bad at night and the next day as well. And then we obviously had the 22.3 live announcement at Reykjavik. That was the first time really after 22.2 that I did any cardio or much like much cardio or anything with my heart rate really spiking. And then following that was when we took the week off. So we'd had that week off. Then we had a two-week, massive two weeks of training just kind of loading into the quarterfinals. Arguably two of the harder weeks of training I think I've ever done. They were amazing, but they were incredibly challenging. The volume we were doing and the intensity, it was pretty cool. But everyone felt pretty good going into the quarters. Tola had a little thing going on with his pec. Um, and then Lauren, obviously, ongoing stuff with the elbow. But we all felt really, really good and really excited to kind of get an opportunity to rip in as a team and try out some team workouts. So event one, which was the dumbbell squats, lunges, and then pistols combined with handstand walking. And it was done in a way where one person was handstand walking while the other was doing the squats and the lunges and the pistols. We executed that one. A big overarching theme for us for the weekend actually was movement quality and wanting to make sure that we moved really well so that if our videos were, when our videos were reviewed, um, there was little to no chance of us getting any penalties or no reps. And we in fact only got two penalties for two different workouts and they were because uh, of a miscount. The judge didn't count the right number of reps. We did one less rep on the first workout and the fourth workout. And in both of those workouts, we had three seconds added to our time. Um, We didn't get a single rep uh, penalty for movement standards, which we were really happy with. With that workout, at that top level, it was it was an interesting one because it was it effectively came down to squat speed. How fast could you squat without then uh, blurring the lines of the standards? How fast could you squat clean? And there's a couple of different things that affected our ability to do that. Obviously, um, just general speed. Like we tried to go as fast as we could, but it's such a kind of specialized little thing that it is what it is. Uh, and then just the sheer fact that myself, Tola and Annie all sit on the taller side, myself and Tola for the guys and Annie for the girls. So whilst we were super happy with our performance, we, I would say we executed that almost as perfectly as we could, uh, all things considered. We could maybe have gone a little faster on the lunges, but um, to do it as fast as we did with clean reps, I think we took sixth in the world and first in Europe on that one. Um, so we were pretty happy with that. Event two, I will come back to at the end because event two was, uh, oh no, let's go through it now. 
So event two was the burpees and the shuttle sprints. I loved that workout on paper. If that were an individual event, it would be would have been my favorite event for the weekend. Um, I like burpees, I like shuttles, I like pure tests of capacity. And so I was really excited to rip into this one. There was a few things that were interesting with the standards on this. CrossFit wasn't super clear with what you had to do behind the line. We interpreted it based on the pictures they had for the standards. We interpreted the line burpee to be that the team had to have their heads clearly shown behind the line. That was how we looked. That's how we looked at that. There was also a bunch of stuff to do with athletes being standing and facing in a certain direction before athletes could take off on the shuttles. And so we really, we kind of really dialed in um, on that workout to make sure that we were hitting all of those standards perfectly. One of the things that went into that was so um, obviously the heads being close as far, like so the heads were clearly shown behind the line. And then I was calling after we finished the burpees, we'd jump the line, we'd turn. And once everyone was standing facing the direction that we had to run the shuttles, I would say go and the girls would start the shuttles each time and then Tola and I would finish them. Um, that adherence to the standards. So funnily enough, we did 15 burpees. We actually started the workout. We did 15 burpees uh, at a pre... Oh, the other thing we were really conscious of was the two-foot takeoff. So they changed the standard on the burpees from the open to the quarterfinals. And in the open, you were allowed to jump over the bar with one foot, a uh, one-foot takeoff. With this, we had to make sure that we were going... Um, over the line with a two foot takeoff. So it had to be very clear. So we were really overselling that, but all of us kind of stepping at, to the line and at the line, making sure it was our two feet together, taking off, moving over the line and landing. We didn't bother with the landing was kind of, you could be a little bit splayed, but yeah, really stepping and going over there. And again, all of these things slow us down. I don't think so much so that that was the reason we didn't get an incredibly competitive score on this. I also think we just went too slow, which I'll get to. But those things and being conscious of those things certainly took a toll um, on our time overall. The other thing with that, we we started the workout, we did 15 burpees and, after, and then went for the shuttles. And what had happened was we finished the 15 burpees, jumped across the line. So we're all facing away from the line. And then as we jumped and landed, the girls took off on the shuttles before Tola and I had completely turned around and said, go. And so we called that back and that was when we decided to restart. We also thought there was a couple of the other, a couple of the guys' heads were probably just that little bit too close to the line that it was blurring it. And if, if CrossFit decided that the standard was you couldn't have your head over the line, uh, which I still think it was, we would have got pinged. Um, so we decided to start the workout again and go from there. And then I guess... We just moved too slow. We kind of had spoken about the pacing on the burpees and how we were going to execute that and how we were going to do them. Um, going into it, I had a couple of mates that had told me their times for their teams in the workout. I was confident we could go a little quicker than those times, but we couldn't see a clock anywhere. So we actually had no concept of how fast we were moving or how slowly we were moving. We synced up beautifully. Everything felt good. Everything felt smooth. And then we finished the workout. And as we crossed the finish line, then Yami told us the time and I literally burst out, holy shit, we got pumped. And that was, that's not the right thing to say at the end of the workout. I apologize to the guys because that was not, not an appropriate response. But yeah, we just moved so much slower than I anticipated. And then we took 117th in the world on that and 30th, I think, in Europe as well. So 
We're actually doing that workout again tomorrow. Uh, we're gonna keep the standards the way that we did do them, but we're just gonna try and speed up the movement and see what kind of pace we can hold on to. Um, I think maybe the only thing we may be a little less aggressive with is that sort of stepping in and making sure it's like this really perfect two foot hop over the line facing forward rather than um, I think we can kind of afford to do that a little bit faster than we did. Um, but yeah, that was... When we finished that workout, I kept kind of chatting to different people and hearing different scores. It was kind of, we were a little unsure where we were going to end up. And then when we ended up 117th in the world, and I think we were 42nd overall. And then, um, yeah, and then also, I don't know where we were sitting in Europe, but it wasn't great with the 30th in there. It was a very humbling experience. And it made for a very solemn Friday evening I think across the board the vibe amongst the team was very kind of like fuck and of course the noise started online and we started to see people were sort of thing you know overhyped and all those kind of words and that we you know to be fair we'd hyped us up we'd hyped it up and everyone was kind of we hadn't come through and executed on that so that was that was challenging and it was challenging um, to kind of sit with and to spend the whole night with. And then we had two more events to go, um, event three and event, no, three more events, event three, event four and event five. And we knew event three would be pretty good for us. The girls move a barbell really well. Toll is unbelievable and I can probably hold my own in a barbell cycling workout. Um, we'd done that workout for first actually event three we did on thursday night and so that was um five four three two one power clean and jokes at different weights so we'd done that thursday night and we'd felt like we executed it pretty well but because we were so fired up from how badly we'd done the burpee workout we really wanted to go back in and potentially retest that so we went into the gym Saturday morning, everyone warmed up and the only place that we really felt we could make time was on the plate changes. So the, how the plate changes worked for us was we had to change in kilograms, which just meant that you were moving a few more plates around rather than in pounds, just sliding one plate over the top um, at times. So with that, we kind of thought that's where we could shave a few seconds off. Obviously, it's a really uh, tight workout and there was a lot of potential even if you could shave a few seconds off on the plate changes but we were really happy with how we executed in terms of how we actually did the clean and jerks each one of us um, we ended up with this, making the decision not to redo it and to focus instead on event four and that decision actually ended up being okay because we tied for first on that one with uh, five minutes and five seconds so a tied first place in the world that is and then a first place in Europe then for the afternoons workout, it was a pairs one. So the guys went together and the girls went together. It was a bunch of synchro stuff. It was something that we had, we've done a bit, of, we've done a lot of synchro work um, so far and we've been really conscious that that's something we need to be good at. So going into that, we we were just excited. I mean, me and Tola were excited. We had kind of um, our plan in place and we knew how we were going to move through it. But the girls were fired up. Annie and Lauren like Annie had said to Lauren that morning, we are going to set a world record. I mean, they didn't give a fuck about us, boys. The girls wanted to set a world record and be the fastest two girls in the world through that uh, that workout. And they were. And we ended up winning that in the world as well. And then another first in Europe. I don't know if we were expecting to win that one in the world. I know we were excited and we were... It's funny because we finished it and we were like standing around being like, fuck, should we do it again? Because we felt like we could go quicker. 
We felt like there was a few places that we lost a little bit of ground. Uh, the girls on their second set of toes to bar and told her and I on that second set of box jumps. I went AWOL midway through the workout and just decided I was going to rebound all of the box jumps just because that's just feels more comfortable for me than jumping off or stepping off. Um, and that kind of threw us off a little bit. But we were, yeah, we were like really pleasantly surprised with winning that one. And again, we, other than the box jumps for me and Toler and then the toast of our second set for the girls, we executed it really, really well and were really happy with how it ended up. And so that was kind of a, and particularly, I think particularly given the way everyone's headspace was after day one and kind of how bummed we all were about that um, second event. I think it was really cool to see everyone be able to kind of put their heads on, put their game faces on and focus purely on the task at hand, not get bogged down in what had happened and be able to kind of lift and rise to the occasion and push through on that. It gives you a really good, it was a really cool opportunity for us all to kind of see each other's grit in that moment and see that each other, every single one of us is willing to go to that place and to push that extra mile. And, to, and that we can kind of bounce back from that failure and from that adversity. So I think it was a really cool learning curve, both doing badly in that workout and seeing how we bounced back afterwards. Uh, finally, that was then it left us to our last workout. So um, event five, which we decided to do on Sunday, we went into the gym at 11 a.m. And then three hours later, 11, 12, no, we went in earlier than that, like 10 a.m. And then three hours later, almost Four hours later at 1.45, we hit event number five. So it was some thrusters, pull-ups, heavier thrusters, and ring muscle-ups. And once our team, once again, executed. Toller opened the batting for us. He was first up. He went unbroken, super smooth, looked really good. Lauren went out second, and then once again, she crushed it, and she, um, yeah, she ripped through. Then OKP comes out the gates at 100 mile an hour. I'd been waiting around. I'd been warmed up for so long and I was so pumped to rip into this last workout and just get the weekend done. And I ripped through those first thrusters and it was funny. I was doing the uh, the 27 thrusters and I could hear Annie behind the start line with the rest of the team and she was stressing out. She's going, he's moving too fast. He's not breathing. And I was in fact moving too fast and not breathing. But I got the 27, the 21 and the 15 done. Um, went to the rings to start my set of muscle ups. Jumped up. They felt really good. I was, I was very confident I'd get that whole workout done unbroken. And then a couple of reps in, I use grips that have little finger holes cut in them. And I don't know if anyone's ever had this happen on ring muscle ups, but a few reps in, could feel my thumbs starting to get stuck uh, in the ring holes for the grips. And as that was happening, my hand was getting like, it was becoming harder and harder for me to rotate my hand around the rings. And as such, I was starting to catch my dips in a weird position on that right hand side. Um, rep, it was rep number eight. I went to catch and my wrist just didn't turn over and I almost failed the dip there. So I went down, had to sit in the bottom of the ring so I could get my wrist to a better position and then kind of kip up. And I just knew there was no way I was going to hit the ninth rep after that one, um, with doing that. So I dropped down from the rings, uh, sort of shook it off very quickly and went to jump straight back on. I was a little panicked at this stage, not like me to be panicked at all. I was a little panicked at this stage and jumped straight back up on the rings and just, I don't even know what happened, did some sort of stupid kip and failed, failed a ring muscle up on a set of nine. And I was 
so fucking pissed. And then anyway, had to stand around for another 10 seconds or so, finally jumped back up and hit the last one. Uh, and he came through with a strong uh, performance to finish it. But I was so bummed after that. I was just so disappointed in how that meant I finished the competition and I kind of like finished my round, went slapped the wall and then after that went and just kind of was sitting there and I was just pissed off with myself and I'd really, I really thought that I was, that we were going to take like a 20th place or something like that because I just completely butchered it. We ended up finishing fourth in the world on that one and once again first in Europe, which was we were pretty surprised about. I feel like if I had have executed and not been an idiot, I don't think we would have taken first, but I think we would have comfortably taken second globally on that one. And so I think despite our poor performance on event two, it was a really successful weekend for us as a team, for our first hit out as a team. I think what it highlighted more than anything was that we need to be in a competitive environments. And I think that that will really help us lift when we're able to move with people moving around us and we're able to actually find a pace there and to pace ourselves off where we are. What does that mean for now? So we took a couple of days off uh, after set a quarterfinals. We're still waiting to see which semifinal we get put into, which is challenging because mapping out the rest of our season is going to be heavily based on that or mapping out the next little while is going to be heavily based on that. So... With that, we kind of just back in, we were back into a first full day of training today and it was a doozy, let me tell you. It's what inspired me to jump on here and do this to get a, get some more content out there around training because that's what we're ripping into now. Um, but yeah, we're really excited for the opportunity to start continuing to gel as a team, to start pushing more team workouts and team training and to really be looking at those semifinals and figuring out what we need to do and how we're going to go about doing it to give us the best opportunity to or to make the most of the opportunity we get to compete against other people for the first time. Because that's massive. We are going to get one opportunity to compete together as a team before we take the CrossFit Games floor, unless we can find some, some team competition somewhere between now and then. And that means we're going to have to basically use that as a, as a and really focus on our execution. And that's going to take a lot of work within the gym. And it was funny. So on a personal level, moving forward, um, I had a really good conversation with Yami, our coach, after the weekend. And we were just talking about what it would take for a, like, what I, I, my, my specific question to him, I won't talk on behalf of the other guys, but I asked him, what would it take for me to basically go back to the games as an individual and finish in the top 10? And he said, I had all these, like, you've got all the uh, talent as an athlete. You just need to sort your shit out which I've been told plenty of times and it was a cool thing to hear reiterated from someone that I, whose opinion I value as much as his so I actually sent him a text message saying all right well that's not my goal this year my goal is obviously to win the games with our team but um we with doing that I still want to be training and not just training but doing everything I can within my power to be 
a top 10 individual games level competitor. That's not to say that that's what I think I am or I think I can be. It's to say that I want to act like that's what I'm, I am. I want to act like that. And I want to bring that level of attention to detail and focus inside and outside the gym to my performance. So I'm really excited to hear his feedback on that and to hear kind of what he needs, he thinks he needs from me and he wants to see from me to really do that and to start dialing that in as well. Um, yeah, it's been cool. It's Look, we've had the time to adjust now to living here and to being in this environment. So I look forward to how that's going to pan out for me personally from there. So yeah, that was our weekend. It was cool. We had a lot of kind of hype and fuss and there was, you know, it had its ups and downs, but that's just, yeah, a little recap of how that all went. And I'm super excited to continue to bring uh, some more updates about what we're doing in the gym and training and as an athlete as well as, you know, my mental health stuff and just general life stuff because at the, at the end of the day, this is a huge part of who I am. Being a competitor and an athlete is a huge part of who I am and I love it and I love the process that goes into competing. I think there's so much value and growth that I take from that. So it'll be cool to continue to share these parts of the journey too. Take care, guys. Bye.